Welcome to the IoT Review, presenting unbiased insights on the industrial internet of things from experts around the world. And here's your host, Sravani Bhattacharji, to discuss yet another fascinating aspect of the industrial IoT journey that may positively impact your business and your customers. Hi, and welcome to the IoT Review. In our podcast episode so far, we have mostly focused on IoT business strategies and various technology enablers like blockchain, cognitive IoT, AI, security, etc. However, today, our focus will be on how companies have adopted and successfully implemented industrial IoT to take their business to the next level. And to discuss on that topic, I'm really honored to have as guest a business leader with decades of executive leadership experience across many industrial segments and who is currently the CEO of KMC Controls, one of the early adopters of industrial IoT. Let's welcome Richard Newberry. Richard, welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Uh, before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about KMC Controls? Yes, KMC Controls has principally been involved in the building automation, the smart building space. The company was formed in 1969, and we provide building automation solutions from the sensors to the front end graphical user interface. So we're a software hardware company. We also provide, um, we manufacture solutions for other companies, uh, and we're, we have a global reach with our solutions. We sell through system integrators, system distributors, and OEMs. Okay, yeah, 1969 means uh, decades of, you know, you must have seen a lot of inflections, uh, both in terms of technology and um, the industrial trends. Now, uh, what was your main motivation, or rather, what led you to consider the uh, the industrial Internet of Things for building automation? So about um, three years ago, um, we were taking kind of a very strategic look at where we were going, and we looked at our competition and the industry we're serving, the industries we're serving, and we realized that um, our competitors in our industry are typically behind in adopting technologies by about five to ten years. And we also uh, realized that there is a growing demand for mobile access to data from from smart buildings, from buildings. And, you know, we all are accustomed in our personal lives to having apps. We have an app for just about everything. We live on our phone. Yet when you go to a facility manager or to a C-suite owner of enterprise buildings, uh, they don't have that access. So we, we saw a, an opportunity there. At the time of IoT was heavily on autonomous vehicles, making auto, automobiles smarter, healthcare, but there was a lack of focus on smart buildings. Buildings use more energy in the United States than any other, uh, any other uh, thing. There are 5 million buildings in the United States that have no smarts in them. And so we set out to, to find an, a solution uh, that would be affordable for those small buildings to enable them to become smarter and more energy efficient over time. 
So we saw there clearly was an opportunity for making building, building smarter by more aggressively adopting new technologies. So we talked to our, our integrators and their customers and we researched under other industries and uh, we set out to develop an end-to-end -end Internet of Things solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that journey and uh, that's definitely a pioneering uh, journey, I would say, considering um, the commercial uh, uh, building automation space. Now, if we talk a little bit about Kansas' journey from concept to production, when you decided to go the IoT route, uh, what were initially, what were the key factors those were at the top of your mind? Well, we, uh, as I mentioned, we talked, we started out by listening to the customer. We talked to our integrators and their customers, the end users. We, we went around the country in all the major cities and, and basically, reviewed with them what we thought an IoT solution might look like with the technologies that we had discovered, and we asked them to share with us what where they saw IoT could benefit them. What were their pain points, their challenges that we could help them with by adopting this new IoT technology? And we quickly realized there were clear needs to make facilities more operationally efficient. We need reduce energy usage and consumption, and we need to make them more comfortable and secure uh, for employees and customers. We also, this is a big part, we also had to think beyond the traditional HVAC uh, part of buildings because smart buildings go way beyond just HVAC. So we set out to develop an ecosystem of partners to develop an end-to-end -end solution to get relevant data, real-time, from any device, for a mobile experience that was open, secure, and scalable. Yeah, indeed, that's that's really a key part. Of what I hear is that you really went after addressing an industry problem, a real problem which already existed, and took the inputs from your customer base. And that's uh, one of the key factors in a successful implementation of IoT. Instead of just uh, getting into the bandwagon, actually trying to solve a real problem. <laughs> that's nice to hear. Yes, and, and and part of that too was as we as we began to develop the solution, we we worked at it differently than we have done our, all of our traditional products, where we will develop a software front end or we'll develop a piece of hardware. We'll make sure we validate it. We we do all of our testing and then we launch the product. With i with IoT technologies, we did it quite differently. We had to get a minimally viable product out to the the customer and get feedback mm -hmm. from them and be very agile in the development of it. So it's been a, a, a new and different journey. Yeah, 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 that's true. And um, and also as a technology, IoT involves both disruptive innovations, disruptive workflows, and complexity. So kind of what you mentioned, but I'd also like to know, how did you as a team overcome uh, those challenges because you know IoT means uh, you already mentioned about being agile but there uh, it really disrupts the workflow too so and it's not a simple workflow it's kind of there are different uh, parts of the puzzle so uh, as a team how did you um, overcome the complexity challenges and the, the disruptive part of the equation well we, we we had to do a lot of listening and we had to be uh, more patient than I wanted to be um, and, and and clearly in overcoming the challenges, we quickly realized we c cannot do it on our own, and we had we have to make sure we partner 
with the right companies to build an ecosystem that can allow us to overcome these challenges, uh, the disruption that's going to take place. And so it it really took a, um, a can-do attitude. It took, I had fortunately the support of the shareholders and um, the team was prepared to take on this challenge. And and we we had to also have willing customers that were willing to be early adopters and, and saw the value in that. And we quickly saw, and our customers are seeing, there, there is a very strong ROI with our IoT solutions because um, most facilities today are not truly operationally efficient, and they're using 15 to 30 percent more energy than they should be. Yeah, motivated customers. Yeah, yeah, and actually, that really leads me uh, to uh, my next question, which is as far came the controls partnership with Dell and Intel. How did you go about um, in selecting external partners? Can you just share some of the key features of your ecosystem partners? Yes, one of the very important things that we looked for uh, is we wanted to look for companies that shared our commitment to an open platform. Our industry is very well known for having proprietary solutions, uh, and KMC has always differentiated itself by providing an open solution, uh, as open as we can make it as t- in the past, but more recently with an industry protocol, we've, we've been able to really have an open solution. Uh, and many, and not basically all of our competitors have really relied more on proprietary solutions. So again, the first criteria was to find companies that were committed kind of in their DNA to providing an open platform. Also, we looked for partners that had competencies in the area of security because it's we can't talk about IoT without talking about security. So we uh, began to have conversations with Intel, and we really uh, found that they were a good match for us on the this commitment to open, their competencies in security, owning uh, McAfee and all the other investments they've made in security. Uh, and they they introduced us to Dell, which also, again, is a company that's very committed to open and has a lot of technologies in the area of security. Um, so we quickly found Intel and Dell were the right partners to, to develop a, our solution with. And uh, we believe we have a platform that offers leading security technologies from the silicon to the cloud. And we're adding other companies to bring analytics and other microservices to our platform as we move along. And we're using the same criteria. But um, it, and when it comes to IoT, it's really about the services. It's about enabling customers to make their facilities, their, their buildings smarter over time as their budgets allow. Right, and also um, given the pervasiveness of IoT ecosystem partnerships is also so crucial. So thank you for you know sharing uh, how you went about and some of the key considerations in going with ecosystem partners. Now on the topic of security, um, in IoT adoption, it's really a major concern. Do you see that from in your customer base uh, when they try look to adopt your solution, uh, IoT based solution? Uh, or also, I'm, I'm interested to know how uh, do you envision a secured commercial buildings? Um, or how do you communicate with the customers uh, while at the same time you're offering open connectivity and also automation and uh, so forth? 
So, you know, open is one of those terms that, if you're not careful, can be misinterpreted. Um, open doesn't mean it's open from anybody getting to it. So, to clarify, the uh, at the end of the day, the data from whatever device is owned by the customer, and the customer decides who has access to it through our solution. Um, when we when we say open, we really mean that if for some reason the customer wanted to change vendors. Um, there should be options for them to change vendors and have access to their data. So they're not locked in with a proprietary, proprietary solution. But with respect to security, you can't talk about IoT without talking about cybersecurity. And uh, again, we, we realized having Intel and Dell in our ecosystem, we wanted to make sure we had an ecosystem that would deliver a secure end-to-end -end solution to facilitate making buildings smarter and secure. No, uh, no security solution is ironclad, but the, what we have is we have the power of Intel and Dell and their efforts to make sure um, we're continuing to fight the, ba the, the bad guys because it's an ongoing battle. But again, to clarify, open means from a platform standpoint, they should have options uh, because our commitment is we will continue to earn our relationship and business with our customers by being the most responsive and supportive supplier provider that they can have. But again, we don't want them to feel like they're locked in to us. So security is an ongoing uh, effort, and uh, we, again, feel very comfortable with Intel and Dell as our partners um, in building security technologies into the silicon all the way to the cloud. Yes, and when it comes to adoption of um, new disruptive technology, uh, it also means you know newer ways of running the business. Now, KMC um, Controls is a traditional industrial player in the sense you're in the space of building automation. So we would be interested to know how KMC Controls as an organization evolved um, to adopt latest technology and newer ways of doing business. Did you uh, observe any uh, significant evolution path uh, at organization level? Well, again, we, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, about three years ago, sat down as a team and we evaluated our strategic direction and plans. And we did some marketing research. We looked at, we had a marketing firm look at our competition and, and us and how we, how we were viewed by customers and a and kind of a profile of our commitment to customer, commitment to business, commitment to technology. Um, and we saw an, an incredible opportunity to be the early adopter in our industry. We felt like we had the agility, we had the commitment from the shareholders, and we had a management team that was very focused on adopting new technologies in an industry that's way behind because we saw the need. Again, those 5 million buildings in the United States alone that have no smarts in them, the reason they don't is there's no affordable solution. and so. Uh, we had a very compelling reason to be uh, innovative and agile. And as I said before, we knew we had to partner with the right partners to develop an ecosystem to make this happen. Uh, and it's been a, an incredible journey. We're real excited about launching this Intend solution that we have with uh, Intel and Dell. And we think that it's going to be very important for, for uh, our industry to get on board. Yeah, because, uh, you know, some of the major roadblocks when uh, companies look to adopt IT is 
how how the organization, the traditional organization, is going to adopt to a very disruptive um, uh, working model, or disruptive workflow, and also security. And thank you so much for clarifying some of the terms in terms of openness and also the fact that you have built-in technology, right, from the silicon all the way to the cloud. And I think it's time almost for us to wrap up. So uh, as a final uh, segue, what would uh, be your advice to other industrial adopters and players who are actively considering um, to build uh, a new business by le leveraging IoT? I, I think the time is now for IoT. Uh, IoT is going to present a massive opportunity for our economy and the global economy. When I just look at the United States, I, I'm convinced, and other, comp other surveyors, companies have looked at it, they're convinced that um, in the U.S., the IoT opportunity is going to be much bigger than the Industrial Revolution. It's going to bring trillions and trillions of dollars to our economy. So my advice is uh, you need to study it, you need to embrace it, and then take the first step. Uh, it'll take time, but early adopters are, will re reap significant benefits. All right. Thank you so much, Richard, for your time and excellent insights. If uh, any of our audience has any further questions, what would be the best way to uh, reach you? They can reach me at uh, rnewberry at kmccontrols.com. Okay, great. So email would be uh, kind of a, a best way uh, to reach you. Again, I'm really excited with the journey of Taken Up as one of the early adopters and uh, uh, also for sharing you know, some of the key factors which really makes uh, IoT adoption successful. Um, best wishes, and uh, thank you again. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You've listened to the IoT Review, an exclusive platform to discuss, learn, and harness the power of the industrial Internet of Things. To receive more insightful episodes, subscribe by visiting iot.irecamedia.com. We thank you for your support in empowering industries around the globe with the power of IoT.